1: The best thing about Walzer Care? It's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. You
2: don't even need a big check, right? To buy from <laughs> you. Right, it could be a small check.
1: We talked over the bumper music, Melina. What the hell? So I got to bring something up to Sam. I'm glad you're here today because both women are gone, but you're here today, so we can pin this on you.
3: Oh, someone's thankful for me being here at least. Exactly. Unlike like your dad, we were yeah. tired Stop. of talking about guy stuff. <laughs>
1: yes, exactly. It's so there's an, an, a show. It's a, I think it's back for its second year. Some uh, there's this gay man who does ambush interviews on the streets. Called Gary on the Street or something like that. Okay. Do You know about that, Andy? Uh. Does anybody know about this guy? Have you ever seen him?
3: Mm-hmm. I don't think I've seen it.
1: I think it's Gary on the Street or something like that. And he's got a show on True TV. know about what? <clears throat> I think it's called Gary on the Street, and it's on True TV. They're, they're ambush interviews, uh, and he just thinks he's clever as hell, and he's just an asshole. I mean, the guy, but
4: the promo they're running right now shocks me, and here's why it shocks me. It is. Well, why What's no, it it's not Gary on the... Well, Gary on the Street's a thing, but it's not what you're thinking of. Oh, it's not? It's on, not on True TV? True TV... Uh, TRU, by the way. Yes.
1: True TV. Ambush reporter.
3: So what does he do? He, amb- he just, ambush... He will, walk up,
1: he will walk up to you and ask you questions. Like, he asked this one woman, uh, name name, four members of the Kennedy family. Okay. And she starts off. she goes, Kennedy... No, it's... Four members of... I can't remember what... but yeah. Tito, Jermaine, yes, <laughs> Michael. What do you got, Andy? <clears throat> Nothing. Well, there's something on True TV
4: called Gary on the Street, or something like that. Don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the there's promo. a show by Gary O'Callaghan called The Hustlers. No, that's not it.
5: I got a new show for it's you. It's Greg on the yeah, Street made maybe. up. Have you watched Five Days... It's an English show. It's on HBO now. It was Billy, on six years Billy on the Street. Yeah, it's Billy on the Street. It's Billy on the Street,
1: yeah. Okay, we'll get to your lame-ass Brit thing in a minute. <laughs> 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 so here's Billy on the Street. And here's the problem that's running, and I'm glad that there's a woman here. Okay. Because he's he's openly gay, and it's a big part of you know what he does. And he has people like Tina Fey on a lot. And he had a lot of big names, actually, on to wander the streets with him, Right. They're running a promo where he walks up to this woman wearing glasses. She's an attractive woman. She's wearing glasses. And you can tell right away she doesn't want to be interviewed. Yeah. She's just kind of irritated that he's got a mic in her face.
3: Which some people, I mean, that's understandable. Right.
1: understandable. And uh, he says, "What? don't you want to be interviewed? And she says, and this is, the, by the way, the promo they're running for Billy on the street. Uh, no, no, I, I, I really don't. So what, is it? what do you do? What do, you, do you have a TV show? He goes, uh, yes, yes, I have a TV show. She goes, Well, is it on the on the internet? And he goes, It's on TV and the internet. So finally he's been barking her face. She finally goes, Who gives a shit like that? <laughs> so he says to her, Who gives a shit about you, bitch?
3: This is their promo. Wow. That's the promo that they're running on TV. That
1: they're running on television. It's probably edgy. not going after the female audience. I'm no. Guessing. Can you imagine if a heterosexual man called a woman a bitch in a promo? How the, the heat they'd get? Oh my god! Is T wow. V attract young listeners or
2: viewers? Yeah, it's it would all, have I
4: think to. that's their thing. Is they want to be edgy and you Can know. you find the promo, Andy?
1: They just want to be
3: edgy uh, and hip by calling fine
5: women between
4: uh-huh. edgy and stupid.
1: Now, I can't <laughs> even talk to you about what I want to talk to you about because your father's here and you're too young. The use
4: of... <laughs> is, it the, is it the season four <laughs> promo? Uh, I think so, yeah. From September
2: 3rd? Uh, it might be newer than that. And, and Tom, put it this way. From her salty-tongued mom, she's heard everything. <clears throat>
3: From my <clears throat> what?
2: A salty, salty tongue? tongue. <laughs> what, a
1: weird... what does that even mean? F you, Dad. <laughs> um... <laughs> That's nice, isn't it, Michael? My
0: salty I'm tongue. Pull, I'm pulling all my ads. Yes,
6: I'm pulling <laughs> it
1: across the board.
6: I'm, I'm so offended.
1: Have you watched um, what's the name of that new sorority show that's on? Oh, blood! What it's um, scream, uh, scream queen.
3: Yeah, it's by the hey, same scream people queen. who did blood. American Horror Story. Have American you watched Horror it? Story. I haven't watched it. Uh, it's not been out for very long, has it? I'm gonna I look. It's to two just episodes. Check it out. Okay.
1: Okay. As I look away from you, I need to point out. They use the word vagina about every other sentence.
3: I don't right? know if I want to watch it anymore.
1: So this is what I'm saying. And they use another term. Block your ears for a second because I didn't say the other term, but I don't want to say it to you. <laughs> you heard them. <laughs>
3: I, I got headphones on.
1: <laughs> um, they refer to female genitalia on that show as gas. Bitch. See, it beeped it up for you. Oh, Thank you. Can you believe I that? It. And they do it on every episode.
4: Did you hear that, Bob? Well,
1: I, I did,
2: and as a matter of fact, that's a term I haven't heard since high school. Since high school. I know
4: that's not even like something people say anymore.
1: It
3: has absolutely no meaning to me in well, that's any well, that's former. But they, former. have you
1: seen any of it, Michael? Uh, no, I've just heard from you about it. I just, I can't believe that that's well. Now every show now. Have you noticed this, Sam? That every show now has a vagina reference in it.
3: I feel like that's pretty accurate.
1: Family Feud constantly
4: now talking about the vagina.
1: Well, what? that's Literally. all.
4: There, that's all they do. Ever since, um, what's his face left? Was it Drew Carey most recently who left?
1: Because it's uh, Steve Harvey now. It was Peter, the guy who played. Uh, he was on uh, the Seinfeld show. That was Jay Peterman. Peterman, yeah, he was Peterman on the Seinfeld show.
4: Yeah, here's a here's a <clears throat> comment that or comic that accurately sums up. Uh, why is it so small? I need to find a good one. God, the internet's got a lot of. I tell you what, we got some flow to this show. It's just amazing.
1: <laughs> you'd think there was a script. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd think exactly. You got some great. What'd you say, Michael? Backing up to your original, your
0: your earlier question: the lawyer who sued worked for Hyatt. The one who was suing, oh. Clarence Kane, who was suing Hyatt Legal Services. He was the one with AIDS.
1: Oh, he was the one with AIDS, and he, he was right. a, he
0: was a black attorney. Oh, well, yeah, if if that's true, that the switch, and that's what I'd heard, that it was the other way around, then, yeah, that he's the one. That's
1: how Hyatt was involved. There you have it. Unbelievable. So a guy that, he was suing Joel Hyatt. Correct. Oh, okay. So it wasn't the attorney. It was Joel Hyatt himself that was getting sued. Well, Hyatt Legal Services. Not legal services. So you were talking about a show called Five, what? Five Days. It's
5: an HBO show. There's only... I think six episodes, and it's about a... So one's about
1: a half a day? Yeah. It's a day
4: of rest. No. Yeah, five days on six. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Oh, it's days one, thir- 1, 3, 28, 33, and 79. So it's
5: kind of a mystery. This woman and her two young kids are going to visit her dad, stop on a wayside in England to get flowers. She disappears, and then the kids wander off, and they disappear, too. And it's all about you know what happened, how does the press respond, what do the cops do? It's I'm not really a big disappearing kid fan right. kind of show, but This, is, this is really, it's really. <laughs> <interesting>. <laughs> and
3: he's big into it. Make them all disappear. So it,
5: it's on HBO. Yeah, it's on. It was. It, it came days. out in 07, but they just released it here yeah, on right, HBO. Right. So if you you know they they put I I don't know if HBO's ever put out anything shitty, have they? Uh, I mean, no, good. their
1: shows are pretty good. They are really really pretty good. Andy, did you, you you had that guy sums up Steve Harvey on Family Feud thing? Mm-hmm. I want So that's how it. long is it?
4: That, that's it, right? That's oh, the that's comic it right I was here? talking about. Uh, so a, a woman buzz- rings in. Oh, is that a woman? I guess so. <laughs> it's a pretty crudely drawn <laughs> comic. So, yeah. So the she buzzes into the whatever they call that first round where they yeah the first person who buzzes in gets to play, and she says penis, and he says you can't say that on TV. And then it's the number one answer, and it's just him going... Is that supposed to be Steve Harvey? Yeah. That, that is every single clip I've ever seen of Steve Harvey's Family Feud. Oh, Q. it's just horrible. Every single one oh, is like... Just,
1: and plus the fact they're going to have to start using subtitles. He's <laughs> yeah. getting so what urban. What you talking about, Willis? Look, I understand talking urban all the rest. Like I said, one of my, my favorite comedy on TV right now is Black Jesus. I love... That whole deal, but he is going so far over the top with it. What did he say on the on the last episode? Uh, which, by the way, vagina came up on the last course, episode, naturally. Uh, but he just massacred the language in some way. I'm like, you put that on television. Young people are watching this, and you're telling them that's correct English.
3: Well, it's it's better than that promo for that for what Billy that show. The Billy on the Street. Or, yeah, Billy on the Street. Who gives a shit about promo? you,
4: bitch? I couldn't believe they used that as a promo. I tried finding that, but unless I have more specifics. Maybe, well, Billy it. on the Street. They've had a we'll lot say, of promos. How about who gives a shit? Just type in who gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Is that verbatim what he who says? Who a shit about you, bitch? What he <laughs> says? Because if it's not, then I'm That's not going to turn
5: about five thousand pages. On Look,
4: who
2: Sam's that. younger brothers <laughs> all cleverly avoid they they none of them I've ever heard curse, but your nine year old brother has found a way. When he gets mad at you, what does he call you? He calls me a witch. A it's
3: witch. His, it's his word instead of using the b word. Well, <laughs> You're a witch. <laughs> yeah.
1: Look here, witch. <laughs> 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 you do that. No. What do you got, Andy? Nothing. God, you're a disaster. I don't think that's what he said. That's exactly what he said, because I saw the promo. The worst. We'll take a break. We'll be back. Tom Bernard here, and with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilsky. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website that one of your bankers has worked with a customer for more than 30 years. It's a long time for any business relationship. Is that common?
7: Not only 30 years, but two generations. Our great client, Northland Fastening Systems.
1: Never liked you, by the way. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience? Member FDIC, an
7: equal housing lender. Thanks, friend. And you are? (laughs) Real nice. Chuck Nabla. (laughs) (laughs) Chuck (laughs) Nabla.
1: Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me. And it's not just me. And pretty good and rock, rock knowledge for someone so young. Oh, Molina? Yeah. He knows all that stuff, man. He's got it all dialed in. Yep. Did my, Michael just dropped off? No, yeah, you're not there, are you, Mike? Yeah, he's gone. Don't try to pretend you're working. <laughs> oh, I don't know where he is. Oh, I had to hit the road very quickly. <laughs> I, I couldn't stick around. Well, hopefully he'll... Well, he's either busy or he had to go. But in any case, whatever. This is all
4: I have to say. Oh, I think we found something, though. What would you find? I just have to queue it up quick.
1: Ooh, so Andy's doing the big research on the TomBernardShow.com. By the way, it was decided today. With help
4: from the chat. Uh, uh,
1: it was decided today by Michelle Tafoya that she appears three places. She appears on TomBernardShow.com, and then the Tom Bernard Show, KQ Morning Show. So they're going to call it the Tom Bernard Sunday Night Football on NBC. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored by, like
5: that. sponsored by Bradshaw, and Bradshaw and Brian and Wallsar Automotive Group. <laughs> you have her drive up to the field in the Wallsar and yeah,
1: then and like... get
5: out of the car and fall down. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and our new sponsor, Hawaii. Getting arrested for drunk driving is not a pleasant experience. It can be like your worst nightmare. If you're charged with a DWI, you need expert legal advice. Dial lawyers. With the new DWI law, <laughs> the consequences are too serious not to see a lawyer. Dial lawyers are experts. They've handled hundreds it's of 30 DWI years old, cases. Oh, yeah. For quality legal services, dial lawyers.
8: Dial lawyers. <laughs> there it is. Personal,
4: affordable. <laughs>
1: see, and I, I... Were you on the dial show lawyers. yet when I did that? Probably not. 85? No, whoa. it would
2: have been, I didn't come on till 88.
1: 88, yeah, so it would have been an 86 or 87. I made fun
4: of the jingle and they got all pissed <laughs> off at me about it. That's, oh, I think that might be the only place in the world where that jingle still exists.
8: Do oh, you know you? Yes. Oh, Do you know yes. <laughs> Did
4: they threaten to sue? Oh, God, it was a terrible well, jingle. Uh, it's free advertising.
3: <laughs> yeah, it, and yeah that's they would the have been thankful for it. Nobody, nobody would have known about it. Oh, well, they, they are the
4: still thing. around.
1: Dial lawyers are? Yeah, but they don't use that jingle anymore. That's the good I, news. I don't think so. And he, got, he did get in some kind of lead, a battle with somebody. I remember that. Michael Brown was talking about it. And, and I don't remember with who or whatever, but, um, yeah, there was some kind of clash.
2: You know, but whenever I hear, he got in a battle with the IRS, it seldom goes well. Yeah, you don't want to be in a battle yeah.
1: with the IRS. I had no question about that. Bob, let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. I made a comment this morning that the Denver Broncos are 3-0. and Yeah. I'm saying, hey, maybe the Vikings will catch him at the right time. You know, three and zero. They got they got to lose eventually, or am I just kidding myself?
2: No, Peyton Manning has a rag arm. I mean, his arm is not what it once was. And we he's, have a
1: good pass rush.
2: Now. He's throwing his passes are not. He can't throw deep anymore.
1: See, well, it's kind of like Teddy Bridgewater. He never could throw deep. Well, he doesn't. Right now, he
2: doesn't have to. The way the running game <clears throat> is, that defense, nah, though, good. after off of two games, is one of the best. I don't recall how, it's, It goes back to the Dolman. Uh, Millard, Henry Thomas years when they could get at a quarterback as fast as they did these last couple of games, especially Sunday. That was unbelievable how they got to him. And it's Everson Griffin. I mean, he's he's a frenzied player.
5: I'm far from a football player. Expert, but well, what, ha- what was the difference between the first game and the third? I mean, because the first game looked terrible. So what was the turnaround? What what's the deal? well?
2: They they just weren't ready to go into San Francisco. They thought I think they figured it'd be an easy walk for them, and it wasn't. That game, though, when they look back, uh, if things go well for them the rest of the season, defense plays like this, they'll look back at that first game as uh, as their big slap in the face wake up call because they thought they could just go in and they'd win. They figured Adrian would run for two hundred yards right, and they yeah. would just plow teams. Going forward, and it didn't right. happen. That but that defense turned it around. Problem they have is though, if, if he does have time, the secondary is not very good, yeah. especially no. if Xavier Rhodes is hurt. But he, they but say he'll play
1: him.
2: Oh, I don't know about that. He's... He interferes on every play. Yeah. Well, he may, but the 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 guy <laughs> that's hell most he may. the guy <laughs> that's, hell that's hell most devastating is Andrew Zendeo because he'll take teammates out. You <laughs> he didn't he just did take Rhodes? He almost took another teammate <laughs> out later in the game. I know. What is he doing? He doesn't know what he's doing back there. He's the he's one of the weak links.
1: I would say that Trey Wayne's is, uh, he played well has, has matured quite a bit because when he first played he was horrible. Yeah,
2: and he uh, he, he played very well. And I talked to him afterward, and he, he did drop an interception, but other than the drop, he caught, I mean, he made a good play on the goal line yeah he, he did. played he played very well for a kid who hadn't been he hadn't been in either of the first two games other than special teams yeah so that because was, he was terrible yeah. in the preseason but he's he's starting to get it and understand and I think yeah. by midseason he'll probably be starting for them
1: yeah we were talking about that you know this you know there were changes at cumulus you knew about that right
2: the uh the Vickies no longer both of them have lost their their Lou,
1: Lou is a now vice chairman uh and john, john is, is, is in the ma- yeah he's out of radio and he's in the magazines oh
4: section. actually i looked that up um he and the magazine head or whatever swapped positions yeah my, the old Mary Mary magazine Burner. head is now Mary john. Burner. yeah which is that's kind of weird so this cumulus owned
2: readers digest because that's what she seemed to be running that magazine she used a- to
4: she she brought
1: readers digest the, the one kind of scary part of this is that she was the one who brought Reader's Digest through bankruptcy. So that's well, kind of Well, I mean, concerning. it's not
4: difficult to put a <clears throat> magazine through bankruptcy. No, it's not. That's very Did you know scary. McAllister's founded on Reader's Digest money? The, the guy that, that started
5: it was a big contributor to the school, really?
1: hundreds of million dollars. Well, of I money. thought he was conservative.
5: Well, back, TV back Gu- then it was, it was TV Guide, that's what it was. Well, you know, back when Reader's Digest, I mean, McAllister might have been... Probably not as liberal as it is now, but his name was DeWitt Wallace, I think. The DeWitt started. Wallace. Yep.
2: Big founder. Got a lot of
1: dimwits there. over there now. Well,
2: what, what's the perception, though? Is this a good thing?
1: <laughs> uh, it, yeah. I, I, look, I've known Lou Dickey for many, many years. I, you know, I've known John a little bit. I didn't really know John. I met him once, talked to him a few times on the phone. But I just think it it had to happen. The stock was down to like $0.64.
2: It dropped from 68 to 64 after they made the change. After they made the change. It's got to be moving
5: up now, though. Did did these guys start the company and uh, then all this publicly held so the board forced (laughs) them out? That's exactly
1: right. The guy who's the uh, 27% owner of the company is a guy named uh, Jeff Marcus. What's their stock symbol? Uh, CMLS, I think. I think it's CMLS. I don't own any of the stock in it because... Uh, Seventy cents.
4: <laughs> Inquiring
1: minds want to know.
8: It <laughs> flew well,
2: up
4: ten percent. What is it up to? It was actually never down. Well, I mean, it was down. It
1: was down to sixty-four. It was down. To it
4: was down, but not for a long time.
1: So, where is it now?
4: Seventy, which is a five-year low.
1: came rocket. So
4: buy it now. It had a.
2: Uh, it also dropped. Through, that's
4: not insider trading. A trailer. junk
2: stock rating too, which uh, it
4: dropped. Yes, it dropped. dropped to junk. So, it, its all-time low was. 45 cents in 2008 wow yikes which is weird because yeah. well I mean it had a huge spike December 31st 1999 up to 50 bucks and then by uh 90 days later and then up and then by September of that year it was down uh five dollars down to five down to five bucks Went from what 50, happened fifty dollars <laughs> dollars was that like y2k or something (laughs) the one actual effect of y2k their stock price rose like 400 percent in six months i think what's going to have to happen and
1: and the interesting thing about this is i was i've been talking to people about this for three years bob you know this is true about partnering up on a digital platform with cumulus and they just never wanted to do it um But now they're probably going to want to do it, I would think.
2: I read a little bit about this woman, and that also, beyond the magazine, is one of her strengths. She
4: believes in digital.
1: digital. Well, I mean, digital is the only thing that's going to save save terrestrial radio.
4: If I bought Cumulus stock, would that be insider trading?
1: No, because you don't work for the company. But you couldn't. Yeah, but I... Of course you could. They don't... Well, it would
5: be if John that... Dickey said well, you should there? buy <coughs> uh, stock because uh, CBS is going to yeah. buy us out tomorrow. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, insider insider that. that would be
4: insider trading.
2: If yes. you had information, but you don't have any more information than
4: anyone does, do you? No, yeah. I don't. I, I haven't. Yeah, I never understood where the line between in... is. There a, like a definite line, or is it really? It's pretty kinda...
5: much that. Ed, if you if you use information that's not readily available mm-hmm. to the public, mm-hmm.
4: that's inside,
1: and it's
5: usually about something that's going to happen. Although
1: mm-hmm. I I do love that that. They never bring up the stock that was purchased before the initial public offering. Right. But that's not insider trading. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. But I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Like I said, I just I have a, a new contract, so I guess I'll be there. are covered? But the, the whole time, but I think I think they will move into digital, because if they don't, they're fools. Well,
2: what's curious to me is what will, because the, the <clears throat> Lou Dickey, I mean, it's a, basically, he signed a new three-year deal right. in the spring. He has, they're going to they're gonna pay him, so they basically gave him a figurehead spot. Will he and his brother now start another radio
1: company? No. I don't think there's any chance of that. They might do, want to try to do a live, John's big into country music, I know that. John is is big into country Well, there's something called
2: Nash that they got into, which killed him, right? That was the thing that that brought it down? One of the things. Yeah.
1: One of the things, yes. Uh, They have one morning show in America that's in first place. One out of 460 radio stations. Yours. That's correct. So I don't know what they're going to do. Doug uh, is, is. from him was that I'll be the head of morning show broadcasting for me, He'll <laughs> be the morning show director and
5: I'll call all these other 435 yeah. stations and tell them what they're doing wrong. Listen, damn it!
1: What
2: you do is you are it a four, joke? You fire the 435 and syndicate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I mean, that's going to be part of it. I, I will tell you that about, about terrestrial radio. That is going to be a big part of it. And I never wanted to do that before, but it's going to be part of my job anyway if these big companies like CBS and iHeart and Cumulus don't syndicate their top talent they're not going to make it it's just a fact
2: well it makes it makes sense cuz then you're paying good money to a good show that's successful instead of paying yeah. money to, you know good money to shows that are crapping out
1: yeah absolutely i i think you know that they have they're they're really afraid of that that uh you know, it doesn't have a local flavor to it. Well, you can still have the local flavor, and if you have local flavor with a horseshit morning person, what's what the difference? Good, what's yeah, the difference? Right. So, it's all about content. Yeah, I think basically, I mean, I, well, I, I I talked to him about this stuff, like I said, a few years ago. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's uh, they have some they have some very very good people. Lori Lewis is a, a woman that works there, knows a lot about social media and digital. She's terrific. Uh, Colin Jones is there. Uh, head of Legal. He's a really, really. Well, he's a Duke uh, Business School graduate, and I think he's like 27 years old. Well, now, very you, smart guy. You need to get to. Is he ever sold cars? I'm going to ask. Him. You, Find out you, good he is. You need to get it. to burner
2: because the problem is once you get below her, the layers are going to change. Yeah, I don't
1: think they can get rid of those people. Not though. initially, but I, it will. I don't, I don't think they'll like Mike McVeigh right now is taking over John Dickey's job. I've always liked Mike. Mike, uh, I've had dinner with Mike many, many times. So, and uh, I don't know, I, I, you never know what their plans are, and it's really none of my business. It'll be a better plan than the last guy who just went bankrupt and then left with $45 million in cash. That was a good call. Remember that? This, 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 is that the seven yeah, of them? That was Fareed Suleiman. Yeah. yeah. Son of a bitch. Oh, yeah, I remember <clears throat> that. What a wonderful guy. He got really pissed off at me one time because he, he, you know, he's the owner of the company. And I was actually at, Brian, at uh, Mitch Dolan's house with Brian Williams and Mitch, uh, yeah, Mitch Dolan, Brian Williams, and his wife. Uh, Vince Flynn was there, and Fareed was there. And we were having a ball and stuff, and everybody's laughing and joking, and I put Fareed in a joke hold. <laughs> he did not respond well to that. I wouldn't imagine. Weird, sure. <laughs> Many <laughs> others you've what done it I've Done it wonderfully. I put Mitch Dolan in a headlock all the time. He <laughs> was the president of ABC <laughs> Radio. Mitch is still a, a very close friend, by the way. He's a very, very close friend. So, I mean, there's a guy you, you talk about replacing anybody. If they brought in Mitch Dolan, I'd be ecstatic.
2: Now, was that a night when R- Brian Williams regaled you with stories of saving millions of lives? Right. <laughs>
1: Pretty much that night, Brian just looked at me like, "What the hell's wrong with you?" There's but, something wrong. with But he us. is a hell of a guy, right? Oh, Brian's a great guy. Brian Williams is the nicest guy you ever want to meet. Down to earth, he's friendly to everybody. And you have to understand something, ladies and gentlemen: all of those people lie like there's no tomorrow. All of them do. You know, Hillary Clinton said she was fired upon in a helicopter, and it was all BS. And she got that just slid away; yeah, it never became took, an issue. Exactly. I mean, they all lie. That's what they do. Well, first of all, if you listen to a, a radio show and a television show and people just kind of walk the line and never told, you know, bigger versions of what really happened, you'd be bored stiff. You know. It's just the way it is.
5: Plus, come on. Hillary grew two <clears throat> inches in the last seven years. That's right, I
1: forgot. <laughs> who, who pointed that out? Oh, it's Stephen Colbert. <laughs> Did you hear that? Uh uh-uh. uh. When she ran for president uh, eight years ago, she was five foot five. She's now five foot seven
8: <laughs> in the
2: right pair of shoes.
1: <laughs> hey, somehow, at sixty years old, she grew
2: to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I, I'm. I'm over six feet in the right pair of shoes.
3: I don't, I don't know about that one. Oh! <laughs> what in the right oh! pair of shoes you darned <laughs> Oh you might, you, you might be pushing it, but.
1: So yeah, I don't know. I, I, I guess I'll find out in the next couple of weeks what's going on. I'll still be doing the KQ morning show for an, another five years. I know that, and we'll. Go from there. But no more Vegas, huh? This is the last I one. I will... I, I, I didn't want to know this say that time. every year. No, no, no. They are announcing on the air that That's I'm not going back. That's what they are saying on the show. Oh, yeah. really? They included me, by the way. Well, when they? I find out who did this... I all of a sudden, by listening to KQRS, found out I'm making a bar appearance. A <laughs> <laughs> bar? What? Yeah.
5: Minnesota Bar of Attorneys? Yeah. Or is it- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in front of the
1: bar Wait, You going up to gold diggers? I- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just going to shenanigans. Yeah. Honest to God. Oh, and appearing that night, the one and only Tommy B. I'm like, what? <laughs> Nobody even asked me. <laughs> that Nobody... nice
3: of him to let you know. Yeah,
1: it was great to let me yeah. know. And by the way, it's on a Friday
4: night, too.
3: Oh, and
1: that's I'm really like, nice. Come on, man. You have, to, you have to at least ask me.
4: Are they replacing Vegas, or are they just getting rid of it? We got an idea that I can't really talk about,
1: but it's a phenomenal idea. The problem I have with, with Vegas is I don't want to do the morning show at 3.30 in the morning. No,
4: that's horrible.
1: I mean, it's ridiculous to do it there. I never wanted to do it in Vegas. I always wanted to do it in an eastern time zone. So.
2: The, what is it? You're 15 or 16 now? 17. 17. I think it's but see, 17. for a lot of people...
1: You hated it, and don't try to pretend I you did
2: I mean, I left as soon as the show got over, because I, I needed to get back often for work. But I
1: needed to get
2: the back. novelty <laughs> of it... It's a
1: hard worker. It, it sort, yeah. I mean,
2: yes, some the people who came for the first time, it was new, but for many people, it wasn't fresh anymore. You know, it was sort of a novelty of, of going to Vegas. No, yeah.
1: absolutely. You know, and then they... Well, remember, Bob, and in year, I don't know which which year it was, five, I think it might have been, 4,400 people showed up for the show. It
2: was huge. It was wow. packed.
1: It was packed. The, that, the, don't, don't you think that's a little weird? To come and watch a radio show? Yeah. I wouldn't yeah, I do think, it. I've
8: always <laughs> thought it was
1: weird. <laughs> I can tell you that.
8: Well, they I've never stopped. Stopped,
1: like, <laughs> no, so, I mean, the, the, the thing about it is, is just... We've gotten into this whole deal that it's just going to be assumed. I mean, luckily, the bar promotion they want me to do, the woman who, who runs the operation, is I love her. She's a wonderful person. Uh, but you need to ask me. You can't just, well, Tom's showing up on Friday night. What? <laughs> and you
2: <laughs> what wouldn't have you known were? if you hadn't heard the commercial. Yeah. No, I would never have known.
5: You know what was going on in the staff room. They played spin the bottle about who who had to tell you. <laughs> and the guy that lost chickened
1: out. <laughs> Did you tell Tom about that? Remember that one time when I slipped out with a Jesus effing Christ? Mm -hmm. You know, that was about telling me something. Yeah. (laughs)
3: Yeah, you told me about
1: that. And Lastman didn't get the mic turned off in time, (laughs) so it went right out over the air. But, you know. What are you going to do? We'll take a break. You'll be back in 90 seconds. You know, we got Bob and Sam. You got to be on in, what, nine minutes?
3: I should probably go on. Well, do you, do you have anything to prep for the show, or not really? Whoa. I don't even know. I don't you know. about
2: three hours Whoa. worth of prep work shot. to do in nine minutes. Holy <laughs> shot. Right I don't
3: know. There.
1: Well, Dad, you lazy bastard.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I meant. Normally, there's, like, some editing of something to do. So go edit.
1: I don't know I edit.
3: <laughs> Give me so anything. So go
1: edit. Oh, I saw David Valentini last night. How's he doing? He's doing really, really well. He's all happy, you know. The kids opened that restaurant east side with Ryan Burnett. So we went over there for dinner last night, and I saw David, and he he brought like 30 people in for well, drinks. Well, that's like good. There. Well, David's a great it, guy yeah. anyway.
5: The whole Vikings team? <laughs> Pretty much all of his clients.
1: Yeah.
5: All of his, <laughs> all, clients, all of his, were his were
1: clients have gotten to do Well, it's, you know, a- athletes and radio people. Yeah. That's who his clients the parking are. Parking lot filled with whiskey plates. <laughs> <laughs>
8: <laughs> <laughs>
1: we'll be back.
0: If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get
1: to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. Well, you're being all
6: clever today. I'm always clever.
1: Honest to God. Back
5: smoking pot, are you?
6: <laughs> oh,
1: there's kind yeah. of a personal question. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I
5: mean, my co worker in this job, uh, he <laughs> let him, he put me onto it. No. <laughs> no. Yeah.
1: That's hard to believe. Yeah. Old Squinty? <laughs> <laughs> Old Squinty put me onto it. God, I remember back in the day when I was a teenager, and that was
4: when pot kind of hit big. Why does it do that to your eyes? Uh, good going does it out. actually, like, inflame <laughs> the blood vessels, or does it just make them red for you other just reasons? just become so relaxed, you just... Your blood just you flows poop into poop your, your pants, eyes, basically. <laughs> it's
1: just You know, you hear me talk about that, the difference between indica and sativa, that I have a paradoxical effect with sativa. And it's supposed to make you, you think quicker and all the rest of it. It gets me so jacked up, I can't stand to be my own skin. What's sativa? Wow. It's a it's a kind of plant, the the marijuana plant. There are oh, two different okay. They're
4: different cultivars, <clears throat>
1: right? So one sativa, one's indica. But I get so jacked up, I just I'm really uncomfortable. Well, of course, when I'm in Colorado. Y- yes, you know is legal. I'm Words okay. League. If oh, I smoke pot, makes... I'd be
5: eight hundred pounds. That was my favorite thing. I just. Ate. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's
8: wonderful.
4: That makes is the greatest. The intraocular pressure drop, which is why it's good for glaucoma, because hmm. that's what glaucoma is. Oh, too much pressure. So the pressure drops, your eye shrinks a little, and so the blood oh, so vessels expand. You, so your, expand eye, so right your eyes, the eyelids close. Hmm. You know mm-hmm. who should do that? Who smoked pot is Anne Hathaway. <laughs> <laughs> Trace, her eyes it like.
8: has got pop eyes.
1: <laughs> she does. Honest to God. Yeah,
4: every once in a while you see people that it's like, "Do you got Graves' disease or what's going on?" Oh,
1: absolutely. Do you hear that shot? That <laughs> what the hell's her name again? That the uh, the model, the black woman has a has a talk show. Very very pretty woman. You mean? Um, oh, what the hell's her name? I was just talking to, about America's this Top woman.
5: Model. Yeah, Tyra Banks. Yeah, Tyra, Tyra. Banks.
1: There you go. They were, they were trying to guess women on TV's cup size. So the guy, this one's the D, and this one's a double D, and this one's a C, and whatever. So we got to Tyra Banks. He said, "She's a D cup with a five head." <laughs> instead of a, because she's got that big ass forehead. <laughs> she's got a five head instead of a forehead, which is kind of cruel, but it is funny at the same time. Do you guys want to segue into your studio? What, do you want to go? Are you just, just want to do it
3: right here? here, and
2: then we'll run in. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, want to see, I want to see
3: this. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he doesn't really do much running anymore. So. Running. From hey. st-
1: oh, she's on him again. I think your guest is here. Yeah, yeah,
3: Kevin's in there.
1: Who do you have on today? Kevin Cusick from the Pioneer Press. See, he, look,
3: he looks oh, yeah. to me to ask me. I think you should let me answer the question.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, Sam. <laughs> oh. She needs more airtime apparently. Go ahead, Sam. She does need a lot more air time. <laughs> What do you have on the show today, Bob and Sam? No, go, ahead. Yeah, okay.
2: I'll let uh, you well, go. Kevin Cusick, we'll talk to him about uh, a little tell of the tape on Obama and, and uh, Putin. We'll
1: talk oh to him Oh, my about... God, Bob. What, can you believe it? They just met 48 hours ago, and he just shoved it right up Obama's butt. He does it every time. Uh, it's every time. It's just, oh, my God. Can we get anything yeah. straight? Well, he
4: way? definitely has, like, a power... Who, Putin? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. he, he wants to exercise power over anyone he can. That's
5: very true. It's, we- it's weird for Russian leaders.
4: Yeah, it he- <laughs> <That>
2: never happened. <laughs> I mean, would you think that our president would be prepped for that? Yeah, you think before? it's. To go. We go. We'll have uh, Jim Suhan on to check in with him, and, uh, and Abby will be with us. Abby, Abby, Abby she calls in. in, doesn't she? She does. Sometimes she comes in, but she usually calls in. So what's she talking about? Orchards? Well, she, she may mention that, but she actually. No. The reason <laughs> I wanted her on is she's very clever without ditziness. Yes, she is, and, A uh, very smart woman. And I wanted to have her on that for Sam and her also to talk about pop culture more because they're both young. And they deal with, you know, they're both younger people who have You have, have Sam opinions.
1: talking about pop culture. <laughs>
2: She's actually getting better at it. Well,
1: you don't you never even let her out of the house. How could she learn anything about pop culture? What's new with the page? Hey, she went out of the boys? house plenty of times when we she
2: we shipped her off to Sweden for a while. But those days are long gone. Oh, that
1: fake boyfriend thing. Yeah, That's <laughs> right. Yeah, the, she was his beard. <laughs> you were his beard.
3: <laughs> That's what everybody tells me.
2: Temp. there were pictures of him. Skipping down the road, holding hands with a guy.
8: <laughs> well, you were the bear. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Well, and then Uncle the, the Tommy didn't know about and that And what do you call
2: one. those jodpers, the really tight horse pants? The riding pants. Now, Tom, you'd have, you
1: describe what I'm
2: doing for people. Don't, you, you this don't is him I in the jodpers. Oh,
1: God. Oh, Looking yeah. over his shoulder. He's doing the Marilyn Monroe pose yeah. in it's the jodpers.
4: Swedish thing. It
5: could have been a Swedish thing, <laughs> yeah, <put it laughs> the
4: Swedish thing too. Was wash.
2: <laughs> now one. though she's dating a real man. Oh, Are you? <laughs> yeah. Nice does kid. He do
3: uh, he is going to Dunwoody for HVAC.
1: How old is he? Twenty.
3: Oh,
1: your so age. You're age. Yeah. Forty-six.
3: Well, you're not yeah. twenty yet, are you? <laughs> no, I turned twenty in June.
1: You did? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I didn't even know that. So Time old. speeds along. Do you yep. turned twenty, and so he's twenty. Yeah. He's going for HVAC, mm-hmm. so he's going to rip people off for a living. Yeah. That stuff's expensive, man. Yeah,
2: it is, isn't. her brother just turned 18, so he, he wants Jesus, to be... A, that is unbelievable. So, he, that and crazy? he wants to be a diesel mechanic. He's actually, he's the one fixing her car, which is why it's taken a month.
3: And you know what, he's about six or seven inches taller than me now. He's really tall.
1: You know, it just sucks. I'll be dead soon. That's all I know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, tell me about it. Thanks <laughs> to God.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Alex showed up for part two. That was good. I
9: did. Well, there wasn't room for me in part one, so I figured.
1: Oh, yeah, that's what you figured.
9: Why would I be here? Oh,
1: yeah. Since altruistic. There's no room. Oh, except, altruistic. except you weren't here and you didn't know that there wasn't. Room I did. For
9: that's you. right. I did know. I You're always lying. know. I did not know. I always know.
1: What did you find in this story, Andy? This is a weird story. I would have never guessed this. Puppies. Okay, you oh. can answer the question oh, first. What happens when humans abandoned 1,600 square miles because of radioactivity?
9: What? Dogs take over. What
1: happens when the humans abandoned 1,600 square miles of, because of radioactivity? They're talking about Chernobyl.
8: Oh, oh, oh. I just like, what the heck are we talking Wildlife about? Wildlife
1: runs rampant, apparently. A new study on animals in the Chernobyl Exclusion Zone shows what once looked something like a wasteland is now packed with elk, roe deer, red deer, wild boar, and wolves. Puppy. Hmm. But
10: are they radioactive?
4: Why is that, Andy? <laughs>
10: yeah, can you eat those? Because
4: there's no... Humans are really wolves-only predator. So there's no humans, so they move right in. But why aren't they dying of radioactive... Well,
10: how many years is that? ...cancer.
4: There's a bunch of people who live in the exclusion zone because they... <coughs> they do? They're 9 trillion years old, and they're Got like, I'm not rent. I'm not getting, the, getting out of there. Oh, that's right. I saw that on TV.
1: They still live in the buildings that are all, like, they're... Gutted, and they Blowing, still live in,
4: in glowing the
9: building. Green, wow, wow, I don't know
4: wow. yeah. There, there's enough radiation that it's not a good idea to live in there. But if you wanted to, like,
11: go and poke around for a while, you'd probably be fine.
10: What are those? Don't you have aren't there poke pills around? that you're supposed to take if you're exposed? Iodine, but radio- well, that's, yeah,
11: that's, to, that's to get the radioactive iodine away from your thyroid. You take yeah. iodine pills <clears throat> for that. But but you are you would it might be that if you live there as a person, it'll increase your risk of cancer. Yeah, but if you have a general population of animals, their increased risk of a deformity and it is is not not all that great. So, if a couple of them die. Who cares? Because they re- they repopulate very quickly. I'm trying to find
4: out what the background radiation there is because I don't think it's that high anymore.
11: How
10: long ago was it's probably like staring out, oh, into a microwave. Eighty six was eighty <laughs> six.
4: Old as me.
9: <laughs>
10: and what is the radius that they're saying that you can't?
4: Go in. Oh here so, we go. There's three exclusion zones. There's the black zone, which is the closest. And that makes sense. You basically <laughs> can't go there. Uh yep. and then there's the red zone, which uh, is okay after radio the radiation goes away, and then there's the blue zone uh, where if you're a child or pregnant you'll have to leave, but otherwise it's relatively safe. Relatively. So I mean. Well, yeah, it's still not going to be great for you, but I guess who cares?
10: Well, I guess if people have been there for ten, fifteen years, um, and nothing's happened to them, yeah. it can't mm-hmm. be too horrible.
11: Yeah, well, it can't be too horrible, but, but there's <clears throat> going to be an increase in this, and it's a problem. Yeah, eventually. So, but the animals come in and they'll just slowly just sort of repopulate closer and closer to the black zone. And pretty soon, the black zone is going to be safe, and they'll go in there too. But I bet you there's not too many animals living in that black zone.
1: I wouldn't think so. And would you eat?
4: A deer yeah. that was shot inside the Chernobyl. Uh, yeah. I don't.
11: Think
8: I'm well. a vegetarian, so uh,
4: getting radiation <coughs> inside you. your organs isn't the best idea. Yeah, yeah. I was, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, about. and they consume
11: <laughs> stuff that it, so it would be inside them. And drinking water, in yeah, definitely. In, kind of any estronium that's in their bones.
4: Let's see. So the red zone. Well, let's. Yeah, the red zone has fifty to two hundred microsieverts. I want to see how much that is because I, no I don't. Idea. I don't think that's very much. The micro Siebert. Um, I
8: used to yeah, that's that actually
4: really not all that much. <laughs> it's still way higher. It's like a hundred times higher than background. But yeah, you're not going to die from that. No. It's very likely that wildlife
1: numbers at Chernobyl are much higher than they were before the accident. A researcher says in a release, this doesn't mean radiation is good for wildlife, just that the effects of human habitation, including hunting, farming, and forestry, are a lot worse. So all of those things, hunting, farming, and forestry, are a lot worse for for animals than human (laughs) habitation. That's not good news. That's not good news at all. Uh, But another researcher who has studied birds in the zone tells the BBC that research uh, only applies to large mammals, under hunting pressure, rather than the vast majority of animals, mostly birds, small mammals, and insects that are not directly influenced by human habitation. And since the study didn't look at radiation exposure, it does not address the issue of whether radiation has effects on reproduction, survival, longevity, or general health of the animals surveyed. While scientists found Chernobyl's wild boar population dipped in 1993, they say hungry wolves and a disease outbreak were to blame.
10: Caused by radiation. When
1: was uh, Chernobyl? That was 1986. 80, right. s- yeah, 86. That's We've
10: already right. established that. Thanks for listening. Well, I know, but I,
1: no, we didn't establish that. That's <laughs> nice worth paying attention to. I had to do some research.
11: It <laughs> was, okay. uh, was unavoidably detained. <clears throat> I was unavoidably detained. <laughs> oh, here we go. I wonder how long it'll
10: take them to get their organic status back. Or... <laughs> <laughs> Probably a while.
8: That'll All right, it's wild. six sievers. If Walmart has anything to do that's with when it. you're going
4: to start feeling yeah. sick. Uh,
11: so, when you start feeling sick, that's when you get radiation poisoning. Yeah, and you start. And the red <laughs> zone
4: is fifty millisieverts an hour, so it would be sixteen times five. No, sixteen times six hours you could spend before you even start feeling sick. So, yeah, yeah, but you don't want to start feeling yeah, sick from radiation. You don't want to God. go near God. that no. crap. Well, yeah, no, but tough. I'm saying if Good you're a wolf, practices stay away. If you're a wolf roaming around all the time, I mean, they're probably only in that particular zone for oh i see yeah yeah
10: no well, maybe animals aren't as susceptible to radiation
4: issues That's well, also possible because wolves have a lot thicker skin than we do i know that much
1: yeah they're good they take wolf jokes well
4: wolf hide
10: <laughs> <laughs> can they be on a playground together <laughs>
1: yes, can they be without a counselor it's yeah. <laughs> yes, can they be on a playground without a counselor i'd like to know yes
10: they're burning questions
1: no question about it but that's it that is interesting though that the uh, that wildlife
11: is thriving in the Chernobyl zone. Yeah, but what humans do will push predators out, and and also they hunt the other, hunt the other animals. But so yeah, it's it like sense. what's
4: going to kill a wolf other than a human?
1: They sure as hell don't uh, drive the coyotes out on our island. I'll tell you that. No. Oh my
10: god! Man, hearing those things those are gross eerie things again.
4: they have what, a lot by your place. Oh, oh god!
10: Every once, it just sounds like this band of hyenas. Ugh, and you can't really tell where they are, so my am like, I to go out there with the really dog. I know they yeah. are. <laughs> They're oh, so yeah.
4: creepy. Oh, right? hy- er, yeah. well, hyenas too, but coyotes are so cowardly, if you're there, they'll never go after Jude.
10: That's not true. There was somebody in St. Louis Park that had a coyote attack, or no, Bloomington, in that oh, article, yeah. sorry, that said that um, a coyote attacked their dog right in front of them. Mm-hmm.
11: Yeah, you have to have your dog on a leash. Oh, my God. Well,
4: uh, I wonder if that person, like, went after the coyote or something. What, it, I Saturday know, I morning? am
10: buying a BB gun, and that's all there is to it. I'm going to have oh, to be wow. out there with a dog, <laughs> waiting for him to poop with you, my gun. You know, what, <laughs> you,
11: know what you, you know what you want is a cattle prod. Yeah, something. You want to get a cat, local company. Something loud and scary. A, a, no, a cattle prod <laughs> is electricity. Well, yeah, but go, it goes. Pfft, pfft. You, no, but you touch him, you hit that thing. Yeah, exactly.
10: I don't want to get that close. We well, get one with them, a long
11: handle. Close.
1: You know what? 30-foot pell- handle.
10: 30-foot handle. I know, exactly.
1: You probably couldn't fire a pellet gun in, city, in the city limits with a BB gun, you could. A BB
10: gun, they're not going to hear uh. that. Do you hear
1: the woman that called in this morning? It was hilarious. A woman called this morning about the playground consultants, <laughs> and she was all fired up. I right, tell my kids when they come home, those people are idiots. Don't listen to a word they say. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, how old is your child? She goes, eight years old, and he already has a BB gun, too. <laughs> She was all wound up about yeah. it. it. Was it was wonderful to listen I to? I had, had to, to confiscate
10: God. Andy's BB gun when he was a child. Yeah, yeah. he
9: got a little crazy with it because
10: I told him he could have a BB gun. He was old enough to have a BB gun if he wouldn't shoot birds and if he wouldn't shoot the gun in the house. It could not be shot in the house.
11: So, it was, was it the birds or in the house?
10: Uh, well, we're out. We're downstairs, and I'm hearing. A lot of clatter upstairs. So I go up there and he's got this friend over and they're, they've taken the screen out of his bedroom window and they're shooting out the bedroom window. Well, that's a technicality. That's yeah, exactly. exactly what that's he said. I'm like, that's not what I meant. <laughs> and this is definitely... I love that. On of, the of the agreement has been breached. <laughs> on average, the
4: BB <laughs> spent more time outside than it did inside. What?
10: You said I couldn't shoot it inside the house. I'm like, but the trigger's inside the house, so that's the shooting part.
1: What were you shooting <laughs> at?
4: A piece of Birds? paper.
1: My, no. my genius movement, <laughs> it was out in the Dayton house, I thought... Well, the kids want a trampoline, but I want them to be safe. So I had a big pit dug and had it bricked in and then put the the trampoline inside so it was right at ground level. So if they fell off, they'd just be at ground level anyway. Not realizing, of course, it became a magnificent home for every snake in the
4: neighborhood. Also Sandbur. Lots of
8: Sandbur. And lots yeah, of Sandbur, yeah. oh, yeah. How sandburg. many snakes
4: were under there at one time? It was tons of yeah,
1: them. It was a snake ah, pit. There were garter snakes. There rock under there. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was rock underneath it. So there were snakes everywhere. Like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Did you know
4: that garter snakes actually do have one tooth?
9: they
4: do (laughs) it's just so small that you can't they can't like like country music
1: (laughs) (laughs) never mind we'll take a break here we'll be back in about 120 (laughs) seconds tom bernard here for whiting clinic lasik and cataract there's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses whiting clinic is the place i trusted to do this for me and it's not just me And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your lacing.
4: Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be
1: combined with any other offer. Tom Bernard with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, we've been talking about North American Banking Company for a few years now. One thing we've discussed is that the bank is locally owned and operated. Well, how does that benefit your customer?
7: Tommy, projects and opportunities for expansion come up quickly for business owners. A locally owned and managed bank like North American Banking Company means decisions can be made just as quickly. We know Minnesota. We live in the communities we serve. So we have experience and firsthand knowledge for what's happening in your life where you live. That means decisions are made here. We don't ship them off or pass the buck someplace out of state. Finally, getting our customers quick answers allows them to take decisive action. And that's how business gets done.
1: Man, Michael, you're getting good at this. Practice makes perfect. Oh, perfect? <laughs> Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience? Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Oh, he's
4: being all clever over there. I don't get it. It's an Yeah, a he's a fanatic. It's absolutely true. What? What's the song? Radioactive. Oh. I've never <laughs> heard that before. He just yeah. was singing Radioactive. It's not a great song,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I West. must say. Jesus. Yeah, probably just not like... the best. Jeff, where would you grow up? St. Cloud, Minnesota. Well, St. Cloud, yeah. You mm-hmm. still live I've up in that area? Uh, I live in Monticello now. Well, well, halfway. Yeah, Mom's, halfway mom's
4: still up in St. Cloud, so.
1: How often do you go to the Perkins right off of 94? Uh, quite often. Everybody <laughs> goes out. That That Perkins is like...
9: It's a hot spot. It is. It is. It's
1: a hot spot. It's always, like if I meet somebody, because I do business up in St. Cloud as well, mm-hmm. and if I'm going to meet a client, it always is at the Perkins in Montezuma.
4: They're always busy. Tiana told me Perkins always. is basically like breakfast food. They have it 24 they've hours a day, a, but they have everything yeah. all day. they got
10: salads and sandwiches. Oh, they do? I
1: thought dinners. it was just breakfast they got a massive food. menu up there. Hmm. Oh, they, I, absolutely. I mean, the That's a good time. I remember
4: I've been to Perkins, Perkins one time. And I was extreme. I was probably like six life? or seven. Yeah, I've probably only been oh, to a Perkins once I remember the one nope, time kidding. I've been to a Perkins. I know. It's unbelievable. That's, that's a week for me.
8: Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
9: Well, we didn't have one near us no. when we grew up. No, not at all. And huh. I just never, I don't know. I don't know.
1: Yeah,
4: like I don't know I never know had
9: why. the need to go to a Perkins. I thought
1: we went to the one because you had dance stuff up in Monticello. <clears throat> we you been were. to plenty were of dancing. Perkins. Yeah. That's what I thought. Plenty
9: of them. You
1: guys are making it up as you go along.
9: I've probably been I've been to Perkins like maybe five times.
1: The one I always go to is the one in Monticello, and then there's one in I don't know if that would be St. Louis Park or it's one on Highway 12 there, right by the Menards. I go to that one a lot too. So, what do you think of that act? That was actually where
10: don't you go? That was
1: actually the Perkins I threatened to kill someone. About
9: Isn't that all of them?
10: 30
1: years ago. I'm
9: trying to well, kill somebody. Let me every just run day. this
1: story. Let me run this story by you. Lord. Looking for justification. Melina, let me know. Yeah. And Jeff, you too. So I'm sitting there. It's 2 o'clock in the morning after bar closing. You know, so everybody's showing up snapped after bar up. closing. Everybody snapped up. We're sitting there, and this guy is sitting like across the aisle, but about three booths down he says to the waitress, and I want you to make sure that my French fries or my bacon is crisp. He ordered bacon. I want my bacon crisp. So she brings it back, and he said, I told you I want it crisp. I want my bacon crisp, like in a real stern tone. Mm-hmm. So we're looking down. I'm like, "Jesus, settle down. It's bacon. It's bacon, yeah. <laughs> So she brings it back again. It's still not crisp enough. I don't want it like that. I want it extra crisp, apparently, to you people. She takes it, brings it back, he looks at it and throws it at her. Oh hmm. no! Uh, that's when Daddy went over there and said, hey, "Come yeah. out outside for a second here. Let's have a little." She should
10: have just whipped out a blowtorch. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs>
4: how do you like that? Honestly, that's how I like my bacon. Well, I understand. If I could just set would... it on fire, I would. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you wouldn't throw it at someone. Well, no. But <laughs> I'm saying
1: no.
9: The Andy's blowtorch method throwing bacon at
10: someone is
1: actually a good one. <laughs> well, see, the thing about it is, you know, if
9: Andy ever threw bacon at do someone, not I'd be like, He's do not do that.
10: Drugs, Andy. Do not take that suggestion. Yes, exactly. I can no, just see
8: him
1: outside the
9: with the bait.
8: Yeah.
10: Yeah.
9: But,
1: you know, Toots, my mother, was a white, diner waitress for 57 years. Was so she? What I see.
9: I've never heard that story.
1: Yeah, I don't know if you know this, but other people listen. just do you two <laughs> I'm sure yuck. they've
9: <laughs> heard the story. Using then.
1: Tom from Malacca's terminology, you 2 hunya <laughs> <over there. laughs> <laughs> Okay, what do you think of that, actually? Man, Frank
4: uh, Stallone looks exactly like his brother. He does. Yeah, he looks do. a lot
1: like. He looks younger, actually, oh, than my really? brother.
4: Isn't he? How old is I think
1: he, he is younger, but but I don't know how
4: much older he is. I think That's why uh, he looks that way. I had some
10: unfortunate plastic, plastic
9: surgery.
4: Well, that does happen but, See, Sylvester is four years older. He's four years old. He's 69, 65. 70? Wow. Yep.
1: Sylvester Stallone's almost 70 years Thank old. God. I didn't know that. What was that, that surprised movie me? we just
10: saw him in,
1: Rocky? What are you, what are you talking about? He played, I uh, what was it? Tony Lee does the best <laughs> Sylvester
8: Stallone impression Robert
10: heard. De Niro, maybe?
8: Oh, I know what you're talking about. Grudge Man Man. is just horrible. Um, The worst movie ever. (laughs) Remember
1: remember Tony Lee's (laughs) impression? You asked for eight? I got you (laughs) eight! Sylvester Stallone (laughs) impression. That's the greatest. Uh, Tony's the best. No question about it. Uh, Rare black footed ferrets? What the hell is this story you oh, got he's up so now, cute. Andy? They're it's cute. It's cute there in that drain pipe. It's a similar,
4: similar to they the are. previous one.
1: I had
9: Rare. a friend who had a boyfriend that had a ferret and they reek.
4: Oh, Amy oh, had ferrets reeked. for a little bit. Oh. They had to get rid of them. Aren't they just... really mean, too? No. Oh. I don't I don't think think this one was. No, they're mean. playful. Well, I mean, it's like a cat. Well, it's more like a kitten where they don't know, like, you know, when to stop biting.
8: <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> oh, Did you guys see the middle
4: last
1: week? The no. Alex and his roommate decide... That, Axel. Axel. Axel, yeah. Axel and his roommate uh, have ants in their new house at college. So they figure the best way to get rid of ants, they get a ferret. Now, why you get a <laughs> ferret to take care of ants, I don't know. But they get a ferret, and they walk in, and he goes, Okay, I'm going to release the ferret. He puts the ferret down. It runs out the back door, which has been left open. So it's just gone. And Axel says to his roommate... Why'd you leave the back door open? Well, in case chicks wanted to get in. <laughs> chicks. But why, why would you assume that a ferret is a good thing to get hands?
10: Well, that's a universal young man thing anyway to leave doors open. I know. What is it with you guys and leaving doors I open? I remember,
4: it, well, in college, everyone would just leave their dorm room open. It's like, what is, what's the, what's why? Why would you do that?
9: So, people would walk in and be like, oh, hey, what's yeah, up? That, Let's be best friends. I think I don't well, that's know. what
1: the idea was. I would that's not what care mom for that. thinks happens. I would not care. I remember for
9: that. in college, she told Becky and me to go up to random people and be like, hey, want to be friends. I <laughs> didn't say it like
8: that.
9: Yes, you, you, you did.
8: You did? Yes. Oh, yeah. What a loser. Yes. Yeah. You totally wow. did.
9: And Becky and I wow, both were like, indeed. are you kidding
4: me? Well, you thought we were That's six so years old weird. until like last month. <laughs> did you pass that on to kids at the U? Because there were kids at the U like that too. See? Hey, man. It's because
9: hey, she went to the U. It's where she learned it. Hey, man, let's no. rap,
5: man. Let's <laughs> rap. Let's rap, man. And she's That's like, and she she's them. like, and she's like
9: ask rap. them if there are any cool parties. <laughs> oh, really? oh, I swear, oh, I can ask. Oh, I'll text Becky oh, oh, right
11: now. So I'm so going oh, oh, like, hey, to show her. Becky wouldn't have get, your s-
10: back at all times. Hey,
11: slow down. You're chipping into the Christmas gift. I, I just can't see no. it happening. <laughs> yeah. you text Chris,
10: Becky Christmas really
1: is right picked. around the car. <laughs> and next year's birthday. Yeah, well, you
8: careful.
10: No, seriously. I mean, I was just, I was astonished about uh, there's such little communication with this generation they don't talk to each other so well, like if you're sitting all... if you're sitting at the lunch table with somebody it's okay to say hey what you know how's it going not i didn't sit there do you have any cool groovy parties to go to
8: <laughs> That's, you told us okay no, i just, are just are to be my sure? best friend i just texted becky
9: and said what was kath's advice for us to make friends with strangers and i guarantee you she will say Go up to them and say, we're the cool parties. We're the
11: cool party. Why would you talk? When, oh, okay, Catherine, what was the last time you went up to a perfect stranger and said, hey, how you doing? When you're, let's like, suppose you're young. And yeah. you just walk up, to hey, how are you doing? I talk
10: to people in line all the time. I talk to people that are around me. Do they
11: I'm not I, always like when people start I talking to me? But in you line, don't say like.
8: Have well,
9: any holiday parties coming up I can go to? Strange
10: person.
1: How about Andy's opening line for people in front of him in line at the supermarket when he was like five years old?
9: You smell? Get away from me!
1: <laughs> well, you forgot part. There was a guy in front of us uh, might not have bathed in a while at the oh, supermarket. Yeah. And he no, said, no. You smell like Chris Farley.
8: <laughs> well,
10: and, and the reason why he said that is because on the newsstand there was a picture of Chris Farley all sweaty and high okay. a, you know, yeah, before he, he died. Really bad. That
8: was
4: on every cover, wasn't yeah. it? it was on every yeah, cover. so
10: you can imagine. I mean, seriously, he would smell like booze and sweat. He would.
4: You smell like Chris Farley. That's really nice, Andy. If I can find the exact picture, because I remember oh, the picture it, very well. Yeah,
10: it was it was bad. The poor guy.
1: Or, you know, one of your cousins went to the grocery store with her mother, and a black man walked in, and the kid goes, "Flip Wilson." Flip
10: Wilson. <laughs> Flip Wilson. You
1: remember Flip Wilson?
10: <laughs> well, yeah, but. Well, how long ago was this? Well, it
1: was Brandy. So, how old is Brandy oh. now? She I just thought, can't think that her
7: kids would know who, every Black
1: man was know who Flip, Flip Wilson is. No. Her <laughs>
10: kids are younger. Okay, I got well, the would response be like, from, from it, Becky.
1: Okay, here we go. Response from Becky. Okay, ask the question again, then read her answer.
10: Oh, you're all so nuts. Why am I being thrown under the bus today? She didn't
5: call in. Oh, that's she right, told it's us Tuesday.
9: To, she co- she told us to just go out and just go up to the cool kids and ask where the parties are at.
8: Ah! <laughs> word for word. Oh. Word for word. Not
10: random strangers, it, at least the cool kids. Yeah. I think that's appropriate advice. To still today. Cool I would give that kids. advice still today.
11: It's always all hard to look All kids are cool now, though.
1: Yeah, yeah
4: they're all got to
11: be cool.
1: <laughs> what, somebody was telling me they're watching a show and uh, this guy sitting at his desk. I think it was, I can't remember what it was, some show. And he, this boss is sitting at his desk and a millennial walks in. I do I it on Saturday Night Live, actually? A millennial walks in to his office looking at their phone the whole time. Never looks at the boss. Looking at the phone and says, hey, I've done a really good job. Uh, I think I deserve a raise and a promotion. And the boss looks up and goes, you've been here for two and a half days. <laughs> <laughs> that
10: is about right. Wouldn't even, wouldn't
1: even look Was up from on the Blunt phone. Talk? Just looking at his phone the whole time. Was
10: that on Blunt Talk maybe?
1: No. no, I think it was on Saturday. It might have been on Saturday night live. No. I'm not sure.
10: Has anybody watched Blunt Talk? No.
1: Nope. No. What is it? I know on? you talked about it. What what is it on? What channel is it on? I don't know. We record everything. We record everything. I don't know what channel anything.
4: Oh, it was created by Seth MacFarlane. Well, that's the that. only Ooh. bad side of it, but cuz the rest pretty, pretty damn funny. good. Dad,
9: have you watched the show Gangsters Arr. on Reels Network? Yes. Arr. Is it any good?
1: Yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty accurate. It's very accurate.
9: Dan and I were watching Top Gun on reels last night. Oh, I night. saw it. it. was on, on last and they night. And yep. um, they kept showing commercials for, for... gangsters. Gangsters.
1: Yeah, it's actually... And
9: Behind yeah. the Screams, which looks horrifying.
1: Oh, yeah. What is
4: that?
9: It's like the true stories about... Um, Serial killers that oh. like movies are about and stuff. So like the first they be the one cool is about kids the first oh, one is about up. John Wayne Gacy.
1: Are you yeah.
9: kidding me? You love all that I serial killer?
1: I do not. Crap. Hey, I like to know what's out there. I don't. That's all I have to say. Gangsters Ignorance is and
9: bliss. <laughs>
10: exactly.
1: non- yeah, you knowing about it, it's cuts. not going to
9: prevent it.
10: Yes, it no.
1: is. I go up to people in public all the time and go, you're a weirdo.
9: <laughs> are you a murderer? <laughs> if not, where are the parties at? That's
1: <laughs> <it>. <laughs> where's, where's the good party? There you go.
9: They aren't cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, Catherine <laughs> keeps taking a batch, Yeah, But it all works out in the end.
10: Her really good great motherly advice. It's always
1: she, hard to look in the mirror of reality. Yeah. Yes. Sansevier gets here and just walks in and closes the door of his studio.
8: He
10: gave us a wave. He's hell's probably, that? probably is hiding food.
4: Probably oh, Sandy's hers. got he cheese. She doesn't want
10: to share. Bella Andy.
4: seems to think uh-huh. there's some cheese out there. Oh, <laughs> she wants to get out and see Bob. His door is closed, Bella.
9: Oh Bob's God. here.
10: You can't
4: Aren't get you? at him. Yeah, Bob talks on stars, by the
1: way. Oh, uh, it's on stars. It's it's actually pretty good. It's Patrick Stewart, who's a mm-hmm. damn good actor.
4: Patrick Stewart, Jackie Weaver, Adrian Scarborough. Dolly well I've never heard of any of these. People. He's lying
1: in bed one night. Uh as Patrick Stewart as Walter, was it Paul, Walter Blunt? I think so. Uh, yes.
4: Oh,
10: Bella. Bella. Oh my god.
1: He wants to she she wants to okay. see Bob. Fine. I think Bob, Bob left.
8: The I want like cheese
9: curds.
1: <laughs> Where is the cheese curds? Barking. <laughs> she barks. What a but man. But he's lying in bed and he says to his his butler or whatever that guy is, his, his driver, his man. man, driver, butler, whatever he is. You know, I must tell you something, I need to be a better father to all of America. And my children, of course.
10: <laughs> yeah, he's a super narcissistic, uh, narcissistic, neuro- narcissistic neur- uh, neurotic talk show host. Yeah. yeah.
1: He's actually, it's very good because he's so good. Patrick Stewart. He
10: is an amazing actor. What did he
11: play? Captain. He was Jean
10: Luc Picard. Picard, there you yes. go. He was Captain
11: only- of the Starship Enterprise, Stardate, Oh, whatever.
10: And he was in some other, like. Uh, Wasn't he in some sort of robot movie or something, too? Yeah, probably.
11: Robot know. movie.
1: We'll take a, <laughs> take a break. Be back in 90 seconds. Uh, Frank Stallone oh. should join us the next.
4: He was uh, Xavier in the, X-Men's, the X-Men
8: the oh. X movies. There we go. So you Robots. interrupt me to well, talk had about Xavier. Exactly.
4: robo-chair, I guess. Yeah. Oh, my God, Bella. Oh. Bella now I want God to come God in because
9: there's no cheese. There's
4: no cheese, so I want to come back in. I
9: thought there was, but there's not.
1: In any case, Frank Stallone should join us in a couple of minutes. Looking forward to that. Back in 90 seconds, TomBernardShow.com. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Start the new year looking great and feel even better by losing 20 to 40 pounds with help from my friends at Ultimate, powered by Nutrimost. It's Tom, and I'm thrilled to let you know that for a very limited time, you'll receive 20 to 30% off all programs with Ultimate's New Year's Resolution Sale. Do what I did, and let Dan and Neil Sheehy and the staff at Ultimate help you change your relationship with food forever. 763-333-7337. 763-333-7337. Molina, are you on hold?
8: Yeah.
1: Okay, just let me know. Let me know when it's time to break free. Cause basically, what I'd like to do is uh, when Frank gets on the phone, I'd like to ask him if he knows where all the cool parties <laughs>
10: Yeah. You can all just take a flying
8: leap. It'd be all no, right no. with me.
1: Death, by, uh, a, death by a million cuts or whatever it is. <laughs> yes. Something. Something like that. It's oh, absolutely true. Oh, the
10: SS humiliation and all that boarded her.
1: It's all true. You should mention by the way, tomorrow Russell Peters will be in studio. Russell Peters is by far the highest grossing comedian in the world and he's not all that well known in America. He's a, he's very well known at pretty much everywhere but America, because he's uh, he figured out this really cool deal. Molina's a disaster on the
4: phone. Have you noticed know that the phones are messed up today or something? It's always Why, messed, messed up when
10: Molina's
9: here,
4: though. Yeah, it's always so, when Molina's here. the
10: common denominator yeah. is. Let's Malina. try to figure that
4: out. They called. He answers the phone, and then the other line starts flashing, and that's them. So what? I don't know what happened. I'm I don't. Well, something's. Our phones have always been kind of weird. And I don't know why. Well, call what do you the mean? people what? that fix so it, the phone line You tell me it's not worth the eight hundred a
1: month that they charge for a phone now. Honest to God, these yeah. are, what are these iPhone sixes? No, for landlines. Eight hundred you know, landlines are cheap as hell.
4: Yeah, they have to saying.
1: be. Honest to God, these new iPhones are just—they're eight hundred dollars. Alex,
9: what? Eight hundred dollars. Oh, yeah.
1: Eight hundred bucks. Yeah. That is just unbelievable.
9: Yeah.
1: I mean, honest to God, when I was a phone, I think our phone bill was like. $5 a month. When
9: you were a phone?
1: When I was a kid, I said.
9: <laughs> you said when I was a phone. My brain not working.
1: <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out, though. I really appreciate
9: it. When I was a phone, we didn't cost hardly anything.
1: We didn't cost <laughs> anything. Are we, uh, is Frank ready to go?
4: I believe so.
1: Mr. Stallone, how are you?
6: Hey, I'm doing great. How are you?
1: Magnet. Well, now that you're here, we're doing even better, actually. Uh I- it is wonderful, no question about it. I've uh, I've been interviewing you for years, and it's a great thing. I always love it when you call in, um, and I'll get I'll do, I'll do some business, and then we'll talk about what I like most about Frank Stallone. It'll work out very
8: well. <laughs> It'll you know, work. I
6: love you know I love uh, Minnesota. You know I've been there many times. I used to play. Believe it or not, I don't even think it's there. I think I followed uh, Frankie Yankovic at the majestic ball
1: absolutely.
6: When I was doing the Miss uh, Twin Cities uh, pageants, like with a guy named Carol Axe. This was, God, this was in the 70s. And then, you know, I went back other times, you know, after staying alive and having the hits and stuff like that. Sure. Then I came back, but I, I just remember going there and always having a wonderful,
4: wonderful time, you know. So it's
6: always a good time to go back
1: Well, there. see, I'm glad to hear that. Frank Stallone, ladies and gentlemen, uh, got a new album. Has had 12 soundtracks, 10 gold albums, 5 platinum albums, 5 gold singles, been nominated for a Grammy and a Golden Globe. He's also been in 72 movies. Why can't you get any work, Frank? Yeah. What's the problem?
6: Well, <laughs> you know, I gotta tell you, the, the business has changed uh, uh, quite drastically. You know, it's funny, I, w- I was, I was uh, in a restaurant, I was talking to Joe Walsh, and he was there, and you know, he said the record business is basically done. He said, even us, the Eagles, we go out and play, and that's what they do. I mean, it's, not, it's you can't quite kind of sit back on your laurels and, and wait for the royalties to come. You have to really go out and work now.
1: No, there's no question.
6: I love
1: to. Yeah, you've always liked to do that I anyway. Know. But it, yeah. in, in the, what what Frank's talking about is back in the day, you... you, uh, you
4: promoted a record by touring. Yeah,
1: you promoted a record by touring, and now you put out an album to promote the tour Mm -hmm. it's exactly the opposite of what it used to be
10: unless you're Beyonce
1: well the problem is that that the download business I mean it's everything is so filthy now with the you know people stealing uh, files and stealing music
4: it's beyond easy to steal a song so I mean the majority of people they're they're just going to steal it so that's why live shows are what's big now is because you can't really replicate that experience yeah That's true no, question. no.
6: I, I i love it you know i mean i, I i've worked on this the show i have for a few years and i have really you know re- i always have really good musicians working with me but what happens i've done so many albums in so many different genres i mean i did albums with sammy nestigo billy may big band stuff then i did acoustic then i did pop albums that I actually incorporated all in my show. So it starts out, you think it's going to be kind of big band, and it might for a little bit, and then it kind of segues into me picking up the guitar, start playing that stuff, then start playing the Staying Alive stuff, then a few songs from Rocky, then a few more big bands, then a few acoustic things. But it's worked in a way now that it's like nobody does that. I I mean, there's some people that can do it, but I mean, I think growing up as a kid from radio... And, and starting at such a young age as a professional musician, that I acquired an ear where I could where I could actually replicate all kinds of music and and write that kind of stuff. So I used that in the show, and it, and that's kind of what's been the earmark. They go, God, the show's so versatile. And you know, it really didn't start that way. It just kind of we just kind of threw it in the pile, and it just you know just kind of sorted itself out. And it's really enjoyable. I got to tell you, it's more enjoyable now. You know. I mean the best time of my career probably is like that movie Tom Hanks did, the thing you do. That was definitely like my career, playing in the garage, getting all excited, you know, hearing your record at the yeah. local day or stuff like that. That was the best time because that's like you know, you're a babe in the woods. And then all of a sudden as as, as then your first hit record and then it gets, then you get a little not jaded. It just it becomes business. It's not as much anymore yeah. because now it's business. You
1: know? Yeah, I could definitely see that. You know, every time I talk to Frank, and like I've interviewed Frank Stallone probably twenty times over the years, oh, and yeah. and I always ask, okay. I always ask Frank, when are you going to do a song called "Ode to the Russians" and put it on World's Dumbest? I will probably do
6: that. That'll probably be my swan song. I'll probably get shot or something. I mean, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to go overseas. Someone goes, hey, you want to do a, a tour in Kiev? I go, I don't think so. <laughs> if this world's dumbest over there, I'll be world's deadest. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, I tell you <laughs> what, though, Frank. When you get going on the Russians on that world's dumbest, I start. I laugh like there's no tomorrow. But, hey, this is why these people, that are the dumbest people in the world. They're the worst people in the world. You get rolling on the Russians, it's just hilarious.
6: Oh, I don't leave out the Chinese either. The Chinese, the Chinese get hammered more than the Russians because I'm a victim of their horrible driving because I live in L.A. Uh. So just, driving, that, just driving to the set, I've had like 20 altercations with Chinese people. This girl goes, you're so racist. I said, look over in the car. Is there a guy with a beetle haircut with thick glasses that's not driving well? <laughs> is he Chinese or is he Irish? <laughs> a guy with a Ringo Starr haircut with you know, yeah. <laughs> and and it's and true, I said if you can show me a good driver that's Chinese, I'll never mention. Look at NASCAR, CART, Formula One, Indy. You ever see a Chinese guy? <laughs>
1: See that has nothing to Why do you with. I
6: think Kamikaze pilots had just enough fuel to go one way.
1: <laughs> They're good because at crashing
6: bad, because there were some bad pilots. They had to crash into a boat. <laughs> so that's what happens. But you know what? It's all in good fun. Exactly. You know I get. I, I you know what? I get some hate mail, but I get, I actually get more funny mail. A lot of service guys. No, a lot of service guys because I'm a very patriotic person. Yeah, oh, you
5: man. are. Yeah. Yep.
8: I,
6: get, I get a lot of really good stuff from, you know, guys because, you know, I guess because of the Internet, they get world's dumbest like in the war zone.
1: So yeah, they do. Absolutely.
6: Think, yeah. So for me, rag. But the funny thing is I, was, I just started the show as a lark. I just did it a one-time thing, and all of a sudden I was just being myself because I really didn't know what the hell I was doing. I just was going off, you know, just doing my thing, and all of a sudden I started getting this fan base. All of a sudden I started getting this big fan base, but there was something about the people at True TV—they never showed me any love at all, none. Really? So, no, no. There was always they were always pushing, you know, these other the other guys like Tanya Hardy or these other people that were on the show, the yeah. original guys. And I was getting a lot of the fan mail, and all of a sudden they go, "Hey, I think we're going to go a different way." So, of course, they didn't call me back anymore after, like, 70 shows. And then the show just Submarine.
1: Yeah, it went under.
6: Well, because they, you know, it's like the geniuses, like the old saying, I don't know, I, I come from blue-collar, like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. They think into it too much, and it just nosedive, and then they wanted me to do another show. I said, well, I don't think so. So
1: No, and I don't but blame they, they
6: you. Had the stuff. Yeah, at least we had the stuff that was on there. You know what? And my stuff is really geared to the American public, because, listen, let's face it, America's very frustrated with everything going on. That's why a guy like Donald Trump is ahead, because I think they're just sick of politicians. I think they're sick of political correctness. I just think that everyone in in the Bible Belt or in the Midwest, I think they're just tired of the dialogue. So I think maybe doing what I did was somewhat refreshing, because I don't really care. Because I'm never going to work for DreamWorks, so I can go after all
1: those people. Which is a you good know? thing. I don't
6: think Steven Spielberg's going to hire me, so I'm not really worried about
1: it. <laughs> you know? I want to hear about your new album. But
6: I don't think I'm going to be hired by DreamWorks any day soon.
1: So. <laughs> no, it's, you're probably right. Tell me about your new album. I want to hear about it. Uh, by the way, uh, well, very quickly going into this, the, the last episode I saw with you on, on World's Dumbest, you were showing a guy how to play a guitar. It was, that was incredible. That was, that was wonderful.
6: Oh, thank you. Yeah, you know, and they started letting me incorporate my musicianship into it, which became a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I, I don't, I don't think people want you to get too successful. I think they like to keep you, try to keep you dumb down.
8: Yeah. And yeah. I,
6: I really tried to surprise. I said, I'm the furthest thing from dumb you've ever seen. So, anyway, so that happened. Well, I just had you know a bunch of records. Now you know, like I am, like a lot of guys. You know, I'm, I'm on cdbaby.com. And I have a lot of my uh, music up there. I have one called Stallone on Stallone by request. And all that is, it's a compilation because, you know, from all the movies I've done, I've done 13 soundtracks. I mean, songs in movies, not the whole soundtrack. Mm -hmm. But sometimes the song is in the movie, but it's not on the soundtrack. So I get asked that all the time. mostly with Staying Alive because I wrote a lot of songs in there. So these are the songs that were in the movie and songs uh, that didn't make it on the soundtrack or vice versa. So it's like kind of everything. And it's kind of cool. You know, the acapella stuff standing on the street corner, all the right. fun, stuff like that. So I have that, and uh, I have all my stuff up there now. It's, it's, the Internet's kind of interesting for an old-timer like me. i got to say. An old-timer, uh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like, you know, I feel like Walter Brennan, you know. But uh, <laughs> Yeah. Old Van River. But, but you know the thing is, it's very great. I look at all social media, like Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. You know I look at it is, I look at it as a way to connect to people. I mean, I'm a very nosy person. So i always wondered, what happened to that really hot-looking chick in high school? And all of a sudden, 35 years later, they appear on Facebook. Do you remember me? I go, yeah, I think so. You know, but... It's very interesting. I don't know if you've gone back to any of your uh, high school reunions. It's really kind of scary and fun at the
1: same time. Yeah, I could see that. I I just uh, I got very lucky actually because uh, when I was, I guess probably 25 years old, I was dating this woman and really thought I was, you know, felt a a great deal of uh, of uh, love for this young lady. And uh, we broke up. Uh, It was her idea. We kind of broke up, and I felt really bad. And then, like, 25 years later, I saw her picture on Facebook, and Christ, did I dodge a bullet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
8: Guys. That's why
6: they create a thing called (laughs) Tags. Okay, Okay, because I've had girls I've been intimate with come up to me, Hi, Frank. Hi. I go, yeah, hi. How you doing? You know, and... uh, I'm looking at the name tag. I go, you got to be kidding me. This was the girl that I thought, like, same thing. It's always hot. It's, 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 it's scary. It's like they morphed into, like, a, just, like a tick. You know? <laughs> a tick. They morphed into a like, tick. Inflated, like an, like a, a tick that's ready to explode wearing Walmart clothing.
8: <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Boy, that's Frank.
6: Kind of thing, Syrup stretch pants, and they look like an exploding, like, uh, you know, kick that would be on, like, an Irish setter or something. <laughs> but that's what happens, man. You know, it's like, you know, it's really funny. Like I got tell you, the first time we went to Minnesota, you, you're gonna love this. This Twin Cities. And and the guy that was the host was Scott Ledoux, God rest his soul. The oh,
8: I
1: love Scott, the yep. fighter. Yep.
6: And Scotty was the best Scott, was just a great guy, just a big lovable you know guy. You know, yep. I actually played the benefit for him in uh, Eden Prairie uh, when he came down with the ALS. Right. You know? And uh, the funny thing is, now you have to understand, my group comes out from New Jersey. We're all Italian, kind of swarthy, dark guys, and they put us. In the Miss Twin Cities pageant as a talent. <laughs> that is like putting, it's putting like a Tasmanian devil in a like a rabbit bin or something. I mean, it's just, <laughs> we've never seen so many blonde, beautiful women in my life. So for us, this is like, and they're all like, "Oh yeah, I'm from uh, Minnetonka. And one of the world. <laughs> Well, your world's going to change after the show. I hate to say it, but anyway. Oh so, uh, god! And they called all the girls gals. We weren't used to it. And I was saying, hey, what's the story on that girl? Oh, wow, she's
8: a terrific gal. <laughs> <laughs> I still do that,
1: Frank? We got to get you back. In, we got to get you back in town so you can come in studio because we, uh, man, I'd, I would probably die of laughter. All oh, right.
6: the gals. Oh, that was the thing. So I could tell you something, and I'm not going to name any names, but finally after the pageant, we did connect with some of the gals. Now, every time I tried to say something, "So oh, what's the story of that girl? You know, the girl with the big, oh no, she's a great gal. She's going to be a nurse. I said, okay, I wasn't asking that, but thank you. So we we're leaving. The guy that was the chaperone for the whole pageant as he's rounding us up to go to the airport. Okay, guys, it's to get to
8: the
6: airport, <laughs> <laughs> this girl comes walk. The girl that won the pageant comes walking out of my room, like with her gown, like over her shoulder, like in a gown bag. And his face just dropped. And I walk by him and go, "You were right. He is a terrific gal." <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> and, um, that went over. Really
1: well, oh, we yeah. unbelievable, Frank. You gotta, you gotta come to town so we can have you in studio. We gotta have you on more often.
6: I was. I would love to do that, and uh, I love hearing you guys and talking to you guys, and i love to get back out to uh, Minneapolis. Oh, the other place we used to play, I don't think it's there anymore, the Carlton.
1: Oh, the Carlton oh, yeah. Celebrity Room, yeah. yeah. that's not
10: there anymore.
6: We played there a, a few times. I played there with Little River Band. That was a great place. I'm yep. sorry to hear that, store that down.
1: Yeah, it was It was a terrific place. But we got other places now for you to come back to. you got a new album out. You need to come to town and to promote your new album. It would be wonderful.
6: I would love to, and to all my fans, if they want to look up and get on my mailing list, just go to frankstalone.com and click on the mailing thing, put your stuff in there, and you'll know when we're coming to town to see all those good-looking gals.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Frank.
6: Hey, man, take care.
1: You too. Frank Stallone, ladies and gentlemen. Bye-bye. Bye. He is one of the funniest guys. He does not get credit for being as funny as he is. He's just nuts. Oh, he's hilarious. He's just—he's got that crazy side to him, and I think it's just wonderful. You got Bob up,
2: a
10: tiny bit sexy.
1: Sandy, yeah, we, hey, we,
2: I love the story about the—he walks the pageant. Winner walks out of the room with the her her gown slung over her shoulder.
10: <laughs> pageant gals don't act like that, do they?
1: Well, she's a great. I only gal.
2: married one who was a missus. I don't know about the, the miss.
1: Yeah, that's right. You're absolutely right. We almost had three Italians on at once. That would have been something. Yeah.
2: He does sound like he's a hell of a guy. Oh,
1: he's a great guy, and he's funny as hell. And I don't know why. You know, because he says controversial things, people are scared to death of him. He doesn't mean anything. You know, we've got to get to the point where, yes. look, that's does he harm he is. anybody? No. He's just talking. It's not a yeah. big deal. Uh, no question. What do you got on today, Bob? Well, uh, Debbie
2: Lang from Hallberg Criminal Defense. We are going to do a little, actually, hopefully, midway through, we're going to send Sam out. She is eating the, uh, Debbie brought in the Burger King, you know, the black Whopper,
4: the black Bund Whopper. Oh,
2: right. Well, right. well we apparently remember. it makes your poop green, so it we're going to do a, taste, uh, a test on that.
4: It Sam's does. Roofing it down. Uh, hopefully, not a taste test. <laughs> no, no, <a> <laughs>
2: well, You know what? It might be quite tasty, but we'll uh, you'll uh, never Sammy
8: poop. And, uh, so,
2: um, we're also going to eat. Now, Tom, this. what do you think about the because uh, my kids they get mad like if we go to mcdonald's and it was 1101 and they stop serving breakfast the all-day breakfast now
1: that's oh, a great idea well i love their hash browns their hash browns are great and their mcgriddles are phenomenal
2: now i i just don't know how these stores are going to take care of it or handle it
1: i don't know but it's a great idea yeah. i think it's a really good idea so
2: we'll uh we'll touch on that we've got a you know the starkey thing is uh is is a big thing in the news? The no. lawsuit. So we'll talk to right. Debbie Lang about that, and, and it's because he didn't get along with the stepson. No, the st- well, they didn't. They didn't get along with the stepson. The the founder and CEO wanted the stepson to become president of uh, you know of the operation, right. and the I guess the it was the current president on the board, and six people I think wound up losing their jobs over this. Yeah, they did. So it's going to be interesting to see how they do going forward because I think these guys that were let go were. Instrumental in taking this uh, Starkey to the next level. That's
1: what I understand. So you're going to be talking about that today as well. Oh, yes, huh?
2: with uh, Debbie Lang from Hallberg because she's uh, she's in, well, she's an attorney, so all attorneys are in the know. Well, well, of course we are. We, here
1: <laughs> we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for TomBernardShow.com. Thanks very much, Jeff Menke, for coming in. It was great having you in. Thanks for having me. You have a good sense of humor. You liked Frank. Frank was great. <laughs> <laughs> he was great.